Hey, what is up, guys? We are back here with 20.5 Announcement. And before we get started, obviously the surrounding atmosphere is a little bit different here. Maybe the audio, the lighting, the sound is all going to be a little bit different. And probably not as good, and I'm sorry for that. Currently, I'm in Florida for the World Cup of Paintball. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, playing paintball at a very competitive level with teams all around the world. But that's a side note. We're not here to talk about what I'm doing and this uh, lighting and everything. But if you would rather listen to this... Uh, audio. It's going to be on our podcast. You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. All right. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump into the last open workout of this 20 uh, season. So four time, 40 ring muscle ups, 80 calorie row, 120 wall balls. And obviously if you are uh, modifying this workout, then you guys are going to pull-ups or jumping chest to bar pull-ups, obviously for those different age groups. Um, now, as you guys go through this, remember it is a 20-minute time cap, and the best part of it all is that you can break it up however you want. Now, that is like the cool thing that Dave Castro said that we've never done before, and so this is the first variation that they're doing of something like this, and I think it's a great thing because it puts power in our hands, but that also might be a bad thing because of it too, all right? So, now, let's, before we get into really diving deep into this, I want to caveat this whole workout by saying no matter what strategy you pick, no matter which way you think about it, there are basically three different types of variations that you can attack this workout of rep schemes, um, sets, reps, all those movements, and we're going to talk about that. Before we do, though, think about this one thing. If you are the type of person that repeats every workout or really wants to get the best score in this open workout or maybe in this open uh, as a whole and you want to redo this workout, think about maybe changing up your variation from first attempt to second attempt just because it's better than doing the same thing again and getting, let's say, a better, uh, sorry, obviously a better score is good, but getting the same score or getting worse, right? Knowing yourself as an athlete and saying, okay, that first way I did it was maybe a little too hard off the get-go. Maybe I need to pace that out a little bit longer to finish faster at the end, all right? So that might be a way to think about going about this if you like to redo these workouts, all right? So now for the bread and the butter of this whole video if there's anything that you listen to it's going to be this next part right here and it's talking about the three different types of variations of how we can attack this workout all right obviously going through 40 80 120 is probably not the best way to do it just straight through maybe for some of us it is but probably not right we're going to be breaking this up into sets um, and how we do that we can do that in the first way being an equal set so think about being we're going to do uh, 10 sets of four ring muscle ups, eight calorie row, 12 wall balls. And so your your reps and your sets say the same, or sorry, your reps and your movements stay in the same order. Um, and they're always the same from set to set. You're just gonna break it up with, uh, let's say the ring muscle up being the limiter, right? And we're gonna talk about limiters here in a second. But you can break it up in equal sets, whether that's 10 sets of four, eight, 12, or whether that's four sets of 10, 20, 30. However you wanna break that up. The biggest thing I would say is that if you're gonna do equal sets, Break it up into a set where you never fail a ring muscle up, all right? So think about this. If you know that you can do sets of four or five or six or even ten, if you can do four sets of ten unbroken muscle ups in the mixture of everything else, awesome. Go for the four rounds. If not, break it up a little bit more, right? Just something to think about here is keeping your transition really quick because if you guys are doing the ten sets of four, eight, and twelve, that's going to be 30 transitions you guys are doing throughout that workout. Now, as long as it's quick, that's okay. It's probably good because it keeps you moving at a relatively fast pace, all right? So however you break that up, the sets stay equal. 
The second variation that you could go through this is in a descending set order. So it might look something like this. Let's say at the beginning, you're fresh. You want to attack the workout uh, with as much uh, energy as possible. Maybe you start off with a big set of muscle-ups, like 10 muscle-ups. Then you do a 20-calorie row. Then you do 30 wall balls. The next set you go, let's say you just try to go to uh, as many muscle-ups as possible without quite hitting fatigue. So let's say that next set is six, all right? So then you're going to go six, do a chunk of wall balls. Maybe you do a chunk of rowing, or sorry, rowing, then wall balls, and then you go back, right? And so you're, you're kind of starting with the bigger set of muscle-ups first, and then from there, not hitting fatigue until we start to get closer towards the end of the workout or the end of the movement, but thinking about doing manageable sets that almost feel like an 8 out of 10 intensity that whole time. It's not quite going to fatigue until we get through the last couple reps of that movement, all right? So just think about you're starting off bigger, and you're getting smaller within your sets as you go through this, all right? Set number three, or the, the third variation, I should say, is a front-loaded workout or a style of workout. And that's probably what you saw Annie Thor's daughter and Patrick Fellner do that they just did. They front-loaded the ring muscle-ups, all right? Knowing that those were going to be the hardest movements to complete, especially uh, as you start to fatigue more, right? So that might be doing something like, let's say, 80% uh, of your ring muscle-up uh, sets, all right? So maybe you do, maybe your, your max uh, unbroken ring muscle-ups is doing 10, all right? So maybe you do sets of six or eight, and you superset those with rowing, right? Or with only wall balls. But now you're transitioning only back and forth between your muscle-ups and your wall balls. Maybe you do a set that of wall balls that is really easy for you to do, like let's say 10 to 15 reps, uh, and then you come back to the ring muscle-ups for a set that feels like an 8 out of 10 or about an 80% effort, right? You don't really, like I said, want to hit that fatigue until you get towards the end of that muscle-up set, and then you're really trying to hang on to finish out that movement. But, like I said here, maybe you do an 8 out of 10 for however that feels, and then you try and push that 8 out of 10 for every set when you get back on. Now, obviously, you're probably going to, if you do that, you're going to finish the ring muscle-ups before you finish the rowing, and the wall balls. So then the workout turns into almost something that's like a 19.1 open workout, which we saw earlier this year, which was just rowing the wall balls, right? So if you front load the muscle ups, if you know that's your big limiter, then from there, right, you 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 do most of your muscle up work at the beginning of the workout, and then you finish with something that I should say is a lower skill, right? Everybody can wall ball, everybody can row. Now, obviously not everybody can muscle up. Maybe they can only do that fresh, so you front load it, right? It's just a different way of doing it. So think about a set or a, a number scheme that you can keep, and then maybe you even superset it. Instead of uh, every, every time in between your muscle ups, you go back to wall balls. Maybe wall ball is not the good movement for you because your triceps burn out, and then it hurts you on the dip, all right? Maybe you alternate and you go to rowing, right? So now you have ring muscle ups and rowing, ring muscle ups and rowing. Um, if you're the type of person where the pulling motion really fatigues you and then you try to go for ring muscle-ups and the pulling fatigues you, or the pulling is fatigued, right, the turnover in the pull position, then maybe you alternate. Maybe you go ring muscle-up, wall ball, ring muscle-up, row, ring muscle-up, wall ball. Until you get the ring muscle-ups done, then from there attack the rowing and the wall balls to finish, right? Maybe you break it up evenly. Maybe you try to go a little bit harder on one movement. That's up to you, right? The, the glory about this workout is I don't think there's any really right way to do it, and I don't think there's any really wrong way to do it, right? Because we're all a little bit different, so it's all going to be fitting us a little bit differently. But I do think the front-loaded way is probably going to be the best. <coughs> if you know that you can get through 
the 40 ring muscle-ups, all right? If you, and we'll talk about volume here in a little sec, but I do think the front-loaded position is a little bit better. And if you know that it, it fatigues really fast with wall balls, maybe you alternate those movements. So like I said before, you go ring muscle-up, wall ball, ring muscle-up, uh, rowing, and you alternate those uh, two supersetted movements, so the wall balls and the rowing, so that way you're not really fatiguing either the pull or the press, but you are just making sure <coughs> that you're clipping away at the ring muscle-ups at a good rate to where you can get that done in an efficient timeline, right? So then from there, you're just rowing and wall balling, and you're just trying to continue to move without resting, right? So front loading is probably the way to go. If not, descending set, if you know that you can get it or maybe your, your muscle-ups fatigue first, then if you know, hey, I can only do, let's say, two ring muscle-ups at a time, I know this, this whole workout just isn't really my jam, then try and go with equal sets from there. But I would say front-loaded first, descending set would be your second option, and then equal sets would be your third option. All right, now obviously how you break that up is up to you. Now let's talk about this. Um, fatiguing first, so if you know that you can do ring muscle-ups, but maybe wall balls are really fatiguing for you, especially 120. Maybe you, instead of doing ring muscle-ups as your kind of limiter movement, the one you want to do first, maybe you prioritize wall balls because you know that those get get uh, fatigued really fast. <clears throat> the nice part is you can do quick, fast sets of wall balls, all right? But think about the most fatiguing movement should be done first. Um, the <clears throat> Then you prioritize that movement first. And it'll kind of flip-flop a little bit if you can't do ring muscle-ups, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But you still want to do RX, so we'll talk about that in a second. So, use your strengths for your strengths, all right? We say this a lot. Instead of always focusing on what the limiter is and prioritizing that, use your strengths. Maybe you are really good at rowing under fatigue, right? So maybe you, you try and hammer home the wall balls and the muscle-ups first, then you put rowing on the back half where you just row, row, row your heart out until you finally get done with the full workout that way. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's with wall balls. That's what we saw Annie Thor's daughter do, right? She did uh, more muscle-ups and rowing and then hammered home the wall balls at the end. Make sure your total reps are done. I'm going to give you a second to think about that. So make sure that your total reps are done, right? I think it's going to be really easy for people, whether you're doing front-loaded sets, descending sets, and it's not total equal sets, to lose track of how many total muscle-ups they've done, how many total uh, calories on the rower they've done, how many total wall balls they've done. Obviously, rowers are a little bit easier because you have it on the screen, but wall balls and ring muscle-ups, we've got to make sure that we do the total amount no matter how we break it down, all right? Don't get busted on doing the workout, you're done, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, I only did... 111 wall balls. I missed nine there, right? Really try to think about getting all those reps in. Um, and the next thing is, think about this. The less transitions <coughs> you have, the better. So if you break it up into equal sets where you're doing 10 total sets of four ring muscle-ups, eight calorie row, 12 wall balls, right? That's 30 total transitions. Think about this. If you front load ring muscle-ups and you're only transitioning between muscle-ups and rowing at the beginning, and then you transition after the muscle-ups are done to just uh, rowing and wall balls, that might be less total transitions that you have. But either way, it doesn't matter how many transitions you make. The name of the game here is just to always be moving. The last thing we want to do is have you guys uh, do ring muscle-up set and then sit and wait to, wait to get that energy back to do another set of ring muscle-ups, right? If we're resting, we're not getting any work done. And the name of the game for this workout is just get work done however you... However you do it, front-loaded, descending, equal sets, the name of the game is get work done, always be moving, don't rest. So if you know that your ring muscle-ups are getting really fatigued, 
hop off, right? Don't get any no reps. Get on the rower for a little bit, right? Row, row, row your heart out, and then you're like, hey, I don't want to go back to muscle ups yet because I know I'm not ready. Maybe you go and do a wall ball set and then go back and forth, right? That's up to you. The fluidity is up to you, but just make sure you're always moving, all right? Now let's talk about this. If <clears throat> there's there's two things I want to talk about with if the volume is really tough for you on the ring muscle ups, or if you don't have a ring muscle up, all right? There is a tie break time <coughs> for this, and this is really important. Your tie break time is whenever you're rowing and your wall balls get done. So if you've never done a ring muscle up and you go for your first ring muscle up as the first movement, if you sit there for all 20 minutes trying to get a ring muscle up, which I don't suggest, right, that, that isn't good for anybody, uh, that is going to leave you with a zero and a zero tie break time, right? So you get a score of zero. Now, obviously, you can redo it. You probably can redo it based on how you're feeling. But the biggest thing to think about is going about it two ways. Um, if the volume is the limiter for you, so like you can do ring muscle-ups, but you know like 40 is just not going to happen. Maybe it's 10, maybe it's 5, maybe it's 20, right? Wherever that number is, if 40 is not going to happen, <coughs> but you, you know you can do a number below 40, then think about this. Do the most amount of muscle-ups you can. Front load it, right? When you start to feel like that fatigue sets in, let's say you're like, I can't do another set of doubles, I can't do another set of triples or fives or whatever, If it start, especially if it starts to go to single reps, leave the muscle-ups right wherever they're at. Let's say you get eight, nine, ten muscle-ups in, you need to start going to singles on muscle-ups, get away from the muscle-ups, all right? Go to the wall ball and the rower, get that tie break time so at least now you have a score plus a tie break time, all right? That's going to be better than a score without a tie break time, all right? <coughs> and not only to mention, because that's more reps, right? Um, so when you guys are going through this, think about that. If you know that you don't have a, <coughs> excuse me, if you know that you don't have ring muscle-ups and it's not going to happen, maybe you go through this workout and try to get the fastest rowing wall ball workout you can, or the fastest tie break time for that, and then spend the rest of the time for the 20 minutes trying to get a ring muscle-up, right? Now, don't do it too often, but maybe you make it like an EMOM style or every other minute style, right? Where, you're, where then that every single rep is just going to bump you so many places because you're getting so many more reps than those people who aren't doing one muscle-up, right? But there, there's all these different factors to think about. The biggest thing that I think is there's not one right way for a person. Um, and the best thing is, is this one is a pretty easy one to redo as long as you're not too tore up or too sore from all the wall balls or all the muscle-ups. You could redo it. Just think about changing it up, right? We don't want to be doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. So without further ado, let's get down on 20.5. Big key factors, front load the sets, descending sets, equal sets, whichever way you go about it, right? Just record your time. Maybe you record your, a video of yourself doing it so that way you can kind of see where you can make up time and always keep moving. All right, guys? Hey, stay tuned. If you are... If you've been following these videos, we got something coming up for you guys here. We got 20.6 next Friday, and I'm not going to get into talking about all those details. They're going to be coming in this following week whenever we get back from Florida and also whenever the Open's all done with. But it's going to be something fun. We want everybody to enjoy, and there's going to be some prizes to win. So stay tuned and get after 20.5 this weekend and tag us. Let me know how you guys do.